Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hello and welcome to the Life Group Leader Podcast. My name is Kirby Wood. I am the group's pastor here at Mariner's, and I'm so happy to be um with you guys again today to talk with you about this incredible Galatians series. We're coming close to the end. We have a couple weeks left, but I have my dear friend here with me today who is also our women's pastor, Esther Chung. Hey, yeah. Esther. Hey, thanks How for having do- me. Oh, of course. Of course. We're so glad to hear from you. I know that this new role is just that new to you, mm-hmm. but I know you have <laughs> such an incredible voice um, and heart for the women of our church. So yeah. women, whether you're in a married group or a singles group or what have you know that Esther has got your back. Yeah, that's right. I'm here to serve and I'm excited. I'm just so grateful to be able to be a part of what God's doing here. Well, I'm so glad to have you. So let's jump in. I know that this is our kind of uh, first time together going through this, but there are some incredible questions for this um, week Mm -hmm. and um, some incredible prep. So um, let's see. This week is a crazy title, but I absolutely love it because it's so compelling. Um, But how not to be miserable. Wow. What is kind of your first reaction when you hear that? Um... I want to know the secret to not being miserable, you know? And I think um, it's funny because I've been talking to a lot of people about how they feel sort of lost yeah. and unsure of who they are and where where they are. So I think this message and this passage is so timely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like so much as I think about wanting to be someone who really makes the most of this life and mm-hmm. also is resting in God's promises. It's like, wow, I see a lot of people in my life that are pretty miserable and have mm-hmm. everything or people that, um, yeah, that just are coasting through life. And I, I've always felt like the desire to not want to be like that. So mm-hmm. this comes across to me where I'm like, okay, Lord, how do mm-hmm. I not derail and how do I stay rested and also perfectly um, in your will? So, so I hope and I'm so excited for what Eric has to share with us this weekend. Um, Jumping in, that main point is so great, and we're excited to learn um, just how we can really embody, um, yeah, a life that is not miserable. Um, But, of course, we always start our conversations off with a lean in, Um, and this is the lean in question that talks about joy, which I love a good question about joy. And while it says the greatest joy, that might be a little bit of a big question. What do you think? Kind of. (laughs) Yeah, what's the greatest joy in your life? Um, I like that he kind of breaks it, or this question here, we break it down into this past year Mm -hmm. so I can help people kind of think, okay, what's been a really really great moment that Mm -hmm. you've had, a a happy moment, a joyful moment, or maybe a moment that you didn't expect there to be joy, but because of God's um, favor and hand in your life that you saw it as joy. Um, So hopefully many people will be able to open up and and be able to share of where they've experienced some joy in their lives. That can really, we hope that that might juxtaposition against a time of misery or mm-hmm. a time um, or people that they might see as miserable um, mm-hmm. but they're pointing out in their own stories so. yeah I think this is a great way to start because it'll kind of bring momentum and faith into the room and the group mm. as we talk about the things that we're grateful for and and to be able to celebrate with each other like I've seen you go through that or I've seen that promotion or I've seen that transition and yeah. um, 
it not only brought you joy, but also brought me joy in seeing that in your life. So oh, I, I think so that's awesome. Perfect. Oh my, what's so funny about that, Esther, is I actually, I wrote <laughs> our life group leader email this week. And I, if you guys got our email, you saw that I, I was the one writing it and I was really helping people see the hope and intention um, behind communion because mm. everybody will be hopefully participating in that this weekend in different services. And also communion is such a great opportunity to reflect That's true. on all it's the powerful. things that God has done in our lives. Mm-hmm. And in Rooted, we do communion at the end as a part of worship mm. um, and as a part of our time where we affirm one another. Mm-hmm. So I hope that maybe in this time, you'll be to find a way to affirm and encourage one another in your group mm-hmm. um, as you think wow look how far God has yeah. brought us look how look at all that God has done as we've been together as a group and as we've really walked with Jesus in our lives so mm, so I, good yeah I love that you call that out so but of course we always want to start out um, right after a good lean-in question we always want to really look at God's word mm-hmm. yeah and I think what in thinking about rhythms and the different things that we know really um, embody a biblical community. I love thinking about the rhythm of centering ourselves and our groups around God's word. So good. That's actually one of my favorite things I love about you, Esther, is mm. you you know how to bring God's word mm. into um, conversations and um, into the way that you pastor people. So For sure. yeah, wh- how has God's word kind of impacted your own life or maybe your own small groups in different spaces? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not going to lie, being a woman and uh, and many women in general, we, we love to chat and <laughs> we we do a really good job in talking about one thing and in, it turning into talking about something else. <laughs> and I think in a life group or just in life in general, the word of God really, really centers us mm. and reminds us, you know, as a life group too, and as life group leaders, you know, sometimes that happens. I'm sure you guys experience that a ton mm-hmm. of like someone else all of a sudden, you know, shifting off. But <laughs> I think God's word... Um, you know, really reminds us, you know, what we're here to talk about and and reminds us of Jesus and that he's at the center of our conversations and the reason why we're we're gathering together. So I think that's powerful. So true and so good. And I think that's one of the things, if you ever feel like your group is becoming too social or Mm. too um, support groupy or, Mm -hmm. yeah, or just are really going off on a lot of different tangents, God's word will also remind, always remind us, despite our differences, despite Mm -hmm. the challenges that we might face, despite the where our conversations have been it'll remind us why we're here Mm -hmm. and what we're doing what are doing and so I love that that's actually how we start these conversations this is how we start to hear from the Lord it's not you know a spiritual meditation but it's actually or a a, a psychedelic meditation but it is a spiritual moment of really meditating on God's word his promises so good so what what are some of the questions that you kind of liked here in this section yeah for me um I loved Um, some words that were really highlighted to me was, you know, now brothers and sisters, it was brought up twice Mm. and the word free was brought up twice as well. So I I love that in scripture, whenever there's a repetition of something, I I really want to see what, and and this is also the the last chapter of Galatians. So Paul's kind of like wrapping up the book and he's wrapping up his points. And (laughs) so this passage I love because he's really emphasizing like adoption and the fact that we're siblings mm. and the result of that sibling relationship and the freedom we have in Christ, we're able to love um, our neighbors as ourselves mm. as a result, you know? And so I, I love 
um, I love seeing that in God's word. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I hope that the people in your group and in our groups will be able to see that clearly as well, that, mm -hmm. that we are truly family. Mm -hmm. And that's our, uh, kind of going back to why we meet together. It's, it's not because we're all best friends all the time, right? Yeah. Like if you even think about your own siblings. Oh Lord. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I love my brother to death. We are so different. Yeah. <laughs> we are so different, but we love each other no matter what, regardless so of our differences, because we're family. Mm -hmm. And that's what we hope for your life groups yeah. that you will love each other because you guys are all centered around one thing and that and that thing is Jesus yeah right that thing is Jesus that thing is the word and that's what we can all agree on mm -hmm. and that's what makes us family too so good so I love that and of course I love this last question too what else did this passage reveal about God humanity you know if if some of these questions you get to um, yes or no or in the verse what does this illustrate I think those are great questions to help people dissect the text mm -hmm. um, but also I just just love saying okay what's popping off the page at you mm -hmm. what do you see about grace mm -hmm. what do you see about humanity and yeah. I love to your point he repeated stuff about freedom here mm -hmm. so there's a point to be made mm -hmm. that we we have to step into some, or we we have freedom beyond um or we have freedom available to us mm -hmm. as we step into that so I love that um looking in I love look in of course but I like this for I was saying this to Esther before we were prepping um, it's cool when we look in, but we also first observe what's mm -hmm. out there. So that first question, what are some examples of false teachings that creep in? What mm -hmm. do you, what are you kind of thinking when you think of those, that question there? Esther? Yeah, no, I'm thinking about myself in the yeah. sense that, you know, what are some lies and strongholds that I believe that, yeah. um, you know, Jesus plus something will make mm -hmm. me either right with God mm -hmm. or, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, uh, if I feel like if I, did something, God will be more proud of me or mm -hmm. I'd make him more happy. Yeah. And I don't think that that's how God operates, but yeah. because I've operated in the flesh for so long that my mentality, my default is to go back. Right. right. And Paul is kind of reminding us not to go back. <laughs> and so, yeah, for me, um, I think like kind of clean up my act and, mm. and kind of repenting, not as a means of communion with God, but almost as like trying to fix it up so that I could take the next steps with the Lord, yeah, if that makes sense. Totally. And makes me feel like I'm in more control, but it really minimizes and kind of, um, ignores the, the power of the gospel, yeah. you know, that he meets us exactly where we are. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I'm definitely tempted to, um, prone to believe in legalism because mm -hmm. It almost gives you a sense of control. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like the group could get into a good conversation about that yeah. in, the, in the time today? Yeah. I think we can ask like, hey, um, you know, where are you at with God? Yeah. And do you feel like there are some lies that you believe that if I did this mm. blank, God would be more proud of me? Like yeah. if I read every day or if I served, if I, I, I think all those things are an overflow of our approval that we already have. But I think just going around and maybe even openly confessing. Like if I stopped doing this or mm. if I was less prone to this, then I think God would be more happy with me. Mm. I think maybe even just like saying those um, lies that we believe out loud and, and because I think the enemy always wants us to keep it a secret, yeah. but kind of having that safe life group space as yeah. siblings in Christ, um, I think it'd be a powerful time. Absolutely. Yeah. I love in creating a safe enough space today for people to be able to open up to that. Because mm -hmm. how many times, right, when people finally say those things out loud, do they realize how foolish it is? Yeah. You know, when you hear your friends say it, when you hear your friends say, oh, I wish I, if I read my Bible more, then Jesus would love me more. You'd mm. be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that, yeah. You know that's not how Jesus works. Mm. But then you mm -hmm. don't realize in your own life how you are like, well, if I miss church, then I'm a bad Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, wait, hold on. 
Yeah. That's that's not right. Mm. But when I love that you said when we say it out loud, mm. you realize, oh my gosh, is this really true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this really like this is surely not. Yeah. And I'm sure like a lot of people who've gone through Rooted or Life Groups yeah. will realize it only takes one person. Mm. It really only takes one person to go to that kind yeah. of that dark cave. It, it's cold and it's scary, but um, we'll be amazed by what God does in the room when people are willing to go to that space Absolutely. and let the gospel touch our, our hearts Absolutely. from the deepest place. You yeah. Know? And a lot of times leaders, we have asked you to be mm. that person, to go there, mm-hmm. to be vulnerable. But even, even as I've kind of had, you know, helped instruct you guys to be that person, I also want to help you understand if someone else sounds like that they're going to that place, yeah. don't be afraid to ask the follow-up question. Oh, I love it. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, like I was just kind of feeling a little, you know, like maybe I do actually struggle with this. Well, say more, yeah. you know, that, that one t- sometimes when people just say, say more about that. Mm-hmm. When people give people an opportunity to expound yeah. rather than say, okay, thank you for saying your piece. Now let's move on. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Well, actually like, let's hear more about I that. I love that. And that could really be a great invitation. Yeah. So even as leaders, of course, we want you to lead in your own vulnerability but continue to create space for for people to really open up and maybe someone else maybe it's somebody else's turn to go first Mm. and we really learn uh, a lot about how much uh, maybe learn more about others but also learn how opening up and others opening up can really create a safe place so i love that okay moving on we're now looking in and now okay so let's put this into practice i love that we're possibly bringing up a conversation about repentance Mm -hmm. and strongholds i mean if you haven't in a while this is a really good opportunity i mean repentance was that I mean, that incredible point in your rooted group where everything really changed. I mean, mm. prayer was incredible. I know for so many, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm hearing from God, mm. you know? But now now that I'm a believer, how do I step into my true identity? Mm. And that's through repentance. That's mm. through saying, I need this. And also Jesus gives me the full power and authority to break free from this. So good. So good. Come on. So good. And I absolutely love it. So that's that third bullet there is kind of saying, okay, guys, what are these things? Let's, let's go around and like try and actually confess, Yeah, which I know can be a little awkward sometimes. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of courage, yeah. right? Cause you're exposing yourself, but, um, that's why we're siblings, mm-hmm. you know, it's trusting that you'll, you'll be loved and, and seen all the more. Yeah. Um, as you open up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So true. So maybe, you know, if you're, if you think you got some, um, maybe some timid friends in your group, it might be helpful to kind of, s- to let people know ahead of time or just at mm-hmm. the top of the group that, Hey, this might be a little bit more of a heavy, a heavy group today, but I want to say let's press in, so you good. know, let's press in and let's just set the expectation. Like we don't do this all the time. Yeah. You know, last week we all kind of goofed around or, <laughs> you know, d- or we haven't met in a couple weeks, but let's, let's really press in tonight because yeah. I really think that God has something really special for us. Yeah. Really special for us. Um, what, uh, what are some of the other questions here on this, this lookout park that stuck out to you, um, Esther? Yeah, I think, um, Kirby, I know we were talking about the first one. What other yeah. insights from the weekend message? I love that, you know, I don't know if you want to share about it more, no, but um, you were talking about, you know, as a group's pastor, the importance of, um, you know, us reflecting back on the weekend yeah. and reflecting on those moments where you felt conviction Mm -hmm. from the Holy Spirit and not to just leave that on the weekend, but to bring it back Mm -hmm. and to ask God again, Holy Spirit, what was it that you did in my heart last weekend that I need to, I need to bring back to today that I need to say out loud. And, um, do you want to share a little bit about that? Like your heart? 
you're nailing it. You're totally nailing <laughs> I, it. I stole it from you. <laughs> no, it's great. No, we were both like jiving about yeah. it. And I feel that way where it's like, okay, our group is an extension or honestly, sometimes actually church can be an extension of our group, but mm. we really are bringing church to our daily lives so with our small groups. Yeah. And so as we think like, okay, this is a, what God did on Sunday mm-hmm. and what he reminded me on Sunday is something we hope that you're carrying through the whole week. Yeah. And this is a way to remind so the people in your group, okay, what was God saying? Mm-hmm. What did he poke at you? Mm-hmm. And you actually brought up the timely thing, right? Mm-hmm. That you were like, what did you say about timely? That it was um yeah I love that it says the word a uh, timely for you because you know you can hear the same you sure. know either biblical principles or verses but or hear a certain song but there's a time where it'll just strike your spirit oh. like it'll strike you in your heart and that's something that God does and it reminds me that you know the Bible says that God's word is living and active yeah it's and um and so there is, you know, I love that God's word is is his written word, mm. but it's also his speaking voice. Yeah. And whenever we feel kind of a uh in our spirit, like in our soul, that means God is giving us a timely, like a present word. Absolutely. He's wanting to communicate to us something new today. Mm. And so I think leaning into that is is really what combating legalism relationship is all uh, legalism and religion is all about. Absolutely. It's about walking in relationship, you know. <sighs> That's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think especially for those in your group or, or those of you who have group members where you're like, oh, we're all strong believers. Mm. Like this is what Esther was just saying is so timely. Mm. <laughs> like ironically, it's really timely in the sense of, hey, guys, that like there's something new that God wants to do. Come on. You know, there's like what that sin was maybe like 10 years ago. We believe that you actually are already in freedom in that. Mm-hmm. But there might be something new that God wants to set you free from. Wow. You know, so I, I think as so many of you, I know friends that, that listen to this podcast and I think that's because you guys are like our veterans, like mm. you are our, um, are really our teammates, our co-laborers. And I want you to know that we believe mm. that God is still working and yeah. moving in your lives yeah. and that he is not done with you and he mm. had his promises are still true and his grace is um, new for you guys each and every day. So we hope that in this conversation, of course, um, excuse me, of course, um, after a time of repentance, you always want to remind people of the truth. So even if you pull back to your rooted book or you know a specific promise, but if people are are confessing things, you want to remind them of God's promises and truth. So, you know, feel free to bring up certain scriptures. Be like, hey, like Esther, like I know you said something about, you know, um, legalism, but let's go back. Remember, there's therefore there is no condemnation mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. You know, like bringing up different verses that come to mind that remind us. Okay, yes, this is what I'm struggling with, but this is what who God says I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good, so good. Anything else you might want to add as we close up here, Esther? Yeah, no. I mean, if we if your group does go heavy, which is and go uh, deeper, which is great. I mean, yeah. I think that you know deep down inside, that's what people really crave. Yep. In this time, you know, they want to be seen for who they are, not just the the presentation version of them. But um, I remember someone saying that true accountability isn't just telling people what they're doing wrong, which mm-hmm. sometimes we think accountability is that. Totally. But true accountability is reminding them who they are. Oh, so And good. I think that as, uh, as people who are doing life group together, being able to just look at each other and say, hey, I know you struggle with this, but I see God working in you, and just being able to declare life and hope um, – is, is truly what Paul's talking about in loving one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that someone once said, I think this week, like, um, 
you know, people are so um, deprived of being encouraged. And I think mm. it, it doesn't really happen on the weekends, right? Yeah. But in life groups, it's such an intimate setting where you're in a circle facing each other. And so I think it's just a great opportunity to speak life. Absolutely. Yeah, so powerful. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys. So this week in this discussion, yes, if the opportunity presents itself, practice the rhythm of repentance. But I love that. End your time with encouragement, mm-hmm. affirmation, and and worship God for, for really being who he is to mm-hmm. us and calling us his sons, daughters, and brothers and sisters to one another. So good. We love you guys so much. Praying for you and your discussions and hope you have a great week.